Wait, what? So this happened. I'm Rachel Vallesnor, and this is the podcast Hell is Not the End, although it feels like just the beginning sometimes. Is anything really the end, though? This podcast is meant to explore the limitless possibilities of one's own soul. Why do people do bad things? Why are there countless happenings beyond understanding? Why, when we are cautioned not to do something, do we just do it anyway? The definition of curiosity, a strong desire to know or learn something. There you have it. I will curiously explore why. Hell is not the end. Universal Studios Hollywood in California opened on April 30th, 1912 as a movie studio. On March 15th, 1915, it morphs into an L.A. studio lot. On July 15th, 1964, it then transforms into an official theme park. 70% of Universal Studios Hollywood is located in the unincorporated county island known as Universal City, and the other 30% lies within the city limits of Los Angeles. It is definitely one of the oldest and one of the most famous studios in Hollywood that is still fully functioning. From the beginning, Universal offered up tours of the studio. Just as soon as the studio morphed from a movie studio into a studio lot, the owner invited the public to join this adventurous tour to see the action that felt like firsthand for a slight fee that included lunch. The visitors had the option to buy fresh produce as Universal City was still a part of a working farm. The workings of the first original tour would be discontinued in 1930 due to the interruption of the group tours along with the sound stages not yet being properly soundproofed. Just after Music Corporation of America, MCA, takes over Universal in 1964, a new tour of the property would be suggested. On July 15, 1964, the new tour would include the dressing room walkthroughs, sneak peeks of actual productions, and then staged events, stunt demonstrations and high-tech rides that would put the actual motion picture production to shame. The reasons that visitors first flocked to this amazing studio was now changing. In 1965, the Warlord Tower opens as one of the very first attractions in the Universal theme park. One of the new theme park's biggest problems was finding the best entertainment for kids of all ages. At one point, the park had a petting zoo that expanded to 200 animals, with 300 species of birds. In 1970, the Animal Actors School stage opened. In 1968, the Screen Actors Guild prohibited visitors from viewing most sound stages. This new rule that was enacted along with the growing number of productions being filmed on location, showing visitors a real movie and television production was a bit lacking in what the studio tram tour ride could provide for a viewing experience. Universal worked hard to enhance the experience of visitors in an ever-changing progressive entertainment industry. Late in 1968, the Flash Flood set became the park's first special effects attraction on the tram tour and was an instant hit. 20,000 gallons of water rushed down a 200-foot narrow village street into a Mexican town. It uproots an old tree and threatens to engulf the tram of excited visitors. You can still experience this attraction on the studio tram tour ride to this day. Also, one of the great experiences of the studio tram tour ride is Jaws. It would be hard for me to imagine that you wouldn't know the wonder of Jaws, but I'm sure some of you don't. Jaws was added to the Studio Tram Tour ride in 1976 and is still strongly on the tour today. So many great experiences at Universal Studios Hollywood have come and gone. I will do my best to highlight some favorites. 
1991, E.T. Adventure opened as the park's first dark ride, an industry term for an attraction that uses ride vehicles to take passengers through an indoor show building. In 1993, Back to the Future, the ride opened a simulator ride based on the popular Back to the Future trilogy. In 1994, the Flintstone show inspired first by the Hanna-Barbera cartoon and later inspired by the live-action film, a fun 25-minute musical focused on Fred Flintstone, winning a chance to star in this first-ever rock video for Universal. In 1996, Jurassic Park The Ride opens a water-based amusement ride based on the Jurassic Park film and novel. In 2001, Animal Planet Live replaced Animal Actors School Stage. In 2004, Revenge of the Mummy opens, a roller coaster adventure replacing the E.T. adventure. 2010 makes way for many advanced 3D attractions, closing some special effects stages. Many themes and lands of the park have changed over the years, including the pandemic COVID-19, a real-life terror that has managed to temporarily close the entire park from March 2020 to present. As of right the second, nearly going on a year. Universal Studios Florida in Orlando opened on June 7, 1990. From the park's inception in 1982, it was designed as a theme park as well as a working studio. It would also be the first amusement park Universal would construct from the ground up. It was intended to compete with Walt Disney World and SeaWorld Orlando. Like Universal Studios Hollywood, Universal Studios Florida would strongly become a worthy opponent against all other amusement parks. Like Universal Studios Hollywood, Universal Studios Florida past and present rides and attractions are based on classic and current films. A major component of Universal Studios Hollywood and Jaws being part of the studio tram tour ride inspired Jaws the Ride at Universal Studios Florida. Huge highlight for both parks is definitely the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Universal Studios in Hollywood is set in one land, and Universal Studios Florida has it separated into two lands. Both are quite impressive. They both have interactive experiences, awesome rides, and great food from the three broomsticks. Shout out to the most awesome butter beer in existence. Enter the unpleasantries and why you came. On November 2nd, 1986, at Universal Studios Hollywood during Halloween Horror Nights, which was Fright Nights back then, a scare actor who was tasked with scaring visitors on the tram, a nighttime version of the Studio Tram Tour ride, or Backlot Tour, he fell between two trams and was crushed to death. His death would put a pause on Fright Nights for safety reasons and then reemerges Halloween Horror Nights in 1992. In September 2004, at Universal Studios Florida, on Revenge of the Mummy roller coaster, a 39-year-old man falls four feet off the loading platform as he was attempting to step into the ride vehicle. He suffered severe head injuries, was rushed to the hospital for surgery, he would sadly die shortly after surgery. In 2011, at Universal City Walk Orlando, a 33-year-old man is tasered by police officers after acting erratically while traveling on the walkway on the Universal City Walk. Police officers struggled to get the man in control. After he was tasered, he was rendered unconscious from the electric shock and died shortly after. On April 3rd, 2015, a man fatally shot himself on the Despicable Me attraction. Of course, his weapon was not detected when he entered the park due to no heavy security measures being in place at the time. Metal detectors were not required at that time.
I know there is no way I could name every great ride, themes, or attractions, but I will do my best to represent all of it in coming episodes, including all the paranormal experiences, and man, there are some good ones. My hope is that no one has to live in fear. Ever. As always, I will never give up, and read the signs. Special thanks to all the reading materials I could get my hands on, internet mostly. Thanks to wikipedia.org and thelaughingplace.com. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Rachel Vallesnor, and this is the podcast, Hell is Not the End. <laughs>